Welcome to the A to Z Golfing Podcast presented by Am Golf Trips. Follow the entire 2023 schedule at amgolftrips.com and swagseries.com. Andy Cezanne is, I don't know, is just, he's on a cruise. He's just living the life out there. This is kind of like yeah. a cool, cool little episode to do to see you on vacation, my friend. Nice little background we got here. We got the uh, ocean here, some clouds, some skies, having fun with the wife. The, it's just it's just nice to reconnect every now and then. You recharge the batteries. Just finished actually a couple's massage about 10 minutes ago. And uh, th- then I had to come see your lovely face and everyone else here. I, of course, I'll do it for all of us, for, for fam. Well, this is a PG show, so I don't know how oh, far we oh, want right. to go into the couple's <laughs> massage, but um, it's good to see you and the missus having a great time, been trying to follow along this trip as much as I can. Normally, it's yeah. like a barbecue fest that I'm following when you're baking <laughs> nut-free cakes and stuff yeah. like that. So it's good to see that you're far away from the sun, too. You know, you're yeah, right you at know, sea I- level. <laughs> I've been I've been slowly trying to get the tan up so I don't have to uh, when I come back with the white lights on me I can look a little more olive like your skin color there so that's what the uh, goal is I'll tell you what man you you're gonna need a really good bronzer if you're gonna turn that white skin into, into <laughs> olive skin I'm gonna tell you that right now that could be very true so what you've been up to bud how you've been golfing a lot um, I went out a few times. I've been out a few times, you know, obviously, you know, one of the things that we'll go over is, you know, Andy and I were fortunate enough to take out two of our close friends. Uh, recently we played a little match out at Elgin country club. It was fantastic. And, you know, it got me thinking a lot about some of the things that we've talked about on these podcasts. And, and, you know, one of the things, you know, we've gone into length about, we've gone into rules, we've talked about contests and stuff like that. So we'll get into that in a little bit. You know, this downtime has been great. I know we talked about it on the previous episode, but being home for seven straight weeks and, and now, you know, getting over to Harbor Shores, which is a favorite golf course of mine, is also kind of in our, in our backyard before we really get into another part of our schedule that's going to include a, a trip to New York, quick turnaround and get up to Sand Valley for the uh, for the swag event and then back out to Colorado. So, you know, the downtime has been fantastic, putting, uh, putting everything in order for the rest of the year and getting uh, some things in order for the national championship is super exciting. So, um you know, I think it's been a good portion of the schedule. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, looking forward to some of these events coming up that are going to have sort of new areas. Uh, new York and Colorado are kind of new areas for us. We were at Beth Page last year, Turning Stone this year, uh, different part of New York. So I'm really excited about that and looking forward to meeting some new people. Been getting a lot of messages from people excited for Turning Stone, uh, so on and so forth. And I think that's sort of the catalyst, right? I mean, we're doing really well with getting people to the national championship. That looks like it's going to be an amazing time at Big Cedar. Really looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, I get plenty of emails daily about, you know, the lodging and the schedule and everything for Big Cedar because everyone's trying to get their preparation ready to go for it. A lot of excitement about it. We got a lot of the first, second, and third places coming, a couple fourth places. But, I mean, we got – that field is stacked right now. I get emails daily also of people saying, how do I get in? I said, well, I need an open spot first to get you in. Yeah. We've been been filling it up uh, with with all the winners and everything. So it's – it's it's exciting. It's people are excited. There's a nice buzz going around about it. Yeah, it's really cool also for people out there that don't know. I mean, 
for us, once the schedule is set for 2023, like it was, we really start to look for 2024. And it's been good, a lot of good feedback and a lot of good uh, stuff as we travel around the country and, and figuring out the real key areas to go and the golf courses and the setups and what people want and what people don't want. You know, I was really impressed. Um, with a few of the things at Ivanhoe being able to have the patio afterwards and have everybody there and see how many people stuck around a little bit of food, a little bit of music that was going on that people were playing. And just to bring all those people together was, was amazing. You know, that's the kind of stuff that it's really cool. Like I'm really looking forward to seeing turning stone uh, with the casino resort and the amenities there and being around the new base and then getting out to TPC Colorado, but sprinkled in between that, of course, is an area that we've been to a few times in sand Valley. And, you know, I know there's still a few spots available. I believe the last time I checked the website for anybody that was on the fence about it, uh, to be able to go up there and, and be able to do stuff under the lights and be a part of the gifting for the players and, and do some really cool putting competitions and stuff like that and really showcase both brands, not only swag, but uh, the time and the effort that's gone into the lodging setups and, and the rooms and, and, and the stuff like that for our people and their people is going to be really cool. And looking at some of the names on the list, it's, it's just like a swag series event. You look at the list and you're like, haven't met 70% of these people, right? So it's going to be really right. cool uh, when we get up there to see all these people come together. Yeah, definitely. We'll see some old faces, some new faces. Um, like you said, I mean, I mean, I know you're in group chats like I am uh, for everything, and there's still people like they're they're fifty fifty on the Sand Valley. I was like, you better hustle this up because it's coming up, and it's gonna it's gonna be done pretty soon here. You know, I find it kind of funny when I get a when I'll get a One message sec. or something about um, like the event, right? It's it's still like. Okay. People have seen I found this Hazel on the team. web for, for everything, and he's still people. Well, yeah, we've we've got a third member of the podcast. Yeah, was, the, the, the the computer decided to start talking. I think Siri oh, was talking to her. Got it going on. I thought Tony Stark created like a program over there or something <laughs> like that. It's just going to be a new member of the podcast. Sorry about it's gonna be, that. It's going to be uh, animated Andy. It's going to be the yeah. uh, the artificial intelligence Andy. We're, we're doing um, a podcast in the middle of the ocean. Just, just bear with me a little bit. <laughs> it's, it's to me sometimes kind of funny because people will be like, well, what do you think the event's going to be about? And I kind of, I kind of have this passive aggressive sarcasm sometimes. And I'm just like, well, did you see Hazeltine? Well, did you see, you know, did you see Big Cedar? Oh, did you see Vegas? And it's still like, they're like, oh yeah, we saw it. But we were just wondering. And it's like, listen, it, it's so hard to, to direct people like the events speak for themselves. Uh, the golf is the golf. The experience with the people is unmatched. And I think that is really, you know, tangibly, we know that people go to get the gifting. We right. know that people go to, to meet people for the first time. So it's kind of cool being in the middle of all that and answering some of those questions. But also, I mean, having the trust and the faith in, in swag golf is so amazing because, you know, they're just going to knock it out of the park. And uh, and then also with us, you know, that sort of relationship that we've built 
with them where they know that we're also going to knock it out of the park. And once you have those yeah. two things come together, I don't really see how any of these questions really pertain to anything outside right. of just like reassuring somebody that it's going to be a great time. It's worth it's worth it. Yeah. And that's the thing, because sure, it's, it's a it's a decent chunk of money for people. And, you know, for us, we can say it's worth it because we know the work that we put in. We know the work they put in. So for, for uh, any time I get that question, I say, yeah, it's going to be worth it for you. Like you also like, got a tough leg. Oh, go ahead. No, I just I think it it's kind of like the same regard of questions we answer about our trips, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there's only so much that you can tell anybody about, hey, this is the golf. This is the amount of money. Here's what's taken care of for you. And it's not until you actually go and experience it. Like you don't it's not the questions from the people that have been to an event already, right? I mean, they know that once they step on on the property, they know that everything is going to be taken care of from the golf to if there's a dinner correspondence, uh, if we're doing a short course and stuff like that, everything gets relayed to the players. And I think you just need to experience that. It's it's basically what I've been telling everybody about Kiowa. I've been getting questions about Kiowa Island. It's like, listen, just get to the island. Like you don't yeah. have to worry about sure. anything else once you're on the, like, I don't really know like what else to tell people. It's like, if you want the information yeah. on the overall event, it's on the website. If you're having problems reading it and you need a reassurance, I'm just going to tell you the same thing that's on the website. But it's really cool to see like the new people, you know, like Andreas coming out to Bandon Dunes and subsequently Mm -hmm. he was a part of Olympia Fields. He was a part of Ivanhoe and just talking to him. He's always talking about like making more events fit into his schedule in the experiences. And that's somebody that's relatively new to golf. And those are the experiences that are really cool as you get to know people. Yeah, he was actually real excited. He messaged me to get the link again for the shirts and stuff, the Swag Series shirts. Yep. So I just he hit him up with that. So he's gonna he's gonna join our our pink or black uh, shirt company or you know shirt shirt family that we got. Going. And uh, for anybody out there that's worried about the low inventory, it's gonna be restocked very soon. Hopefully everybody understands how that all works is there's a process that goes through with ordering and there's a process that goes through with setting it all up and getting it on the website. So throughout the course of the year and for the rest of the year, if you've been, if you've missed out on a size or something like that, you will have a repeated opportunity to, to get yourselves one of those before the end of the 2023 season. And hopefully if you're coming to the national championship, you and your partner both have them. Cause that would be kind of cool to see how many yeah. teams go black, how many teams go pink. So it'll be, it'll That'd be really be cool, but you know, it's, it's really fun and it's a good time. And, and it's also great to get out on the golf course with these people. And, you know, I brought it up earlier about uh, being able to take out uh, Brian and Eric to Elgin and play this little two man match that we had that culminated after all the hard work that you and Brian did to win the front. And uh, we kind of let the back go fall through our fingers a little bit there. You know what, but it's, competitively it's cool because I've, you know, I've had this conversation many times on here, you know, trying to play competitive golf for as long as I did. And then now really just being like, just having a good time and go out and have fun. It's really the only reason why I play. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of, uh, you know, to give you an idea, I, I'm not, I didn't sign up for the club championship at my club and it has nothing to do with not wanting to be a part of it. It's just that, you know, there's 16 positions this year. It requires three matches before you get to the final, or uh, I should say the semifinal. I love the competition, but it's just like, if it doesn't fit, mm. I just, 
it's like so beyond. I would rather have this match to where I'm playing with three of my three of my friends and and watching you play really good golf, and then you know, yeah. subsequently Brian trying to give you a swing lesson out there, you know, which I, I found <laughs> Eric and I found to be very funny. Um, but you know, Barnsey's a good guy. But you know, I think it. I think it's that. Like you have such a great time with your friends out on the golf course, and you really. Yeah. And, I, and I think that's kind of that mindset changing has also been the development of what we've done in the series right there's so mm-hmm. many different things about it there's wanting to be competitive wanting to be there because it's uh you know the partnership with swag off and you know it's a it's a fine line like we see it there's the super competitive people there's the people that are competitive and have a great time there's the people that could care less and i think right. that's all in the fun like i truly don't really care anymore how I play or, or what happens as long as I'm having a good time out there. You know, we have some people that we're super close to and, and they're super competitive, George Tudor, um, <laughs> you know, who wants to compete all the time and wants to play the best. And, and that's, you know, that's such a great time out there, but the match was awesome. I mean, you guys went up, you guys won the front, then you guys got to four up. We did a little two man yeah. rider cup, you know, and then we worked our way back. You know, it all ended on 18. You know, we were, Eric made like a 35 footer to give us yeah. a car to tie you. I had a chance to win the match with like a six or seven footer that lipped out. And it was cool. And I think Brian said it the best. It's like you're out here for four hours and at the end of it, it's n- nobody won anything. Right. And I yeah, think that's yeah, the I, cool I, part of the story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We had a great time and there was ups and downs on it. I, I had a, I had a good front there. I think I shot 41 on the front and the back kind of fell apart. Eric struggled a little bit on the front, but then his back, he had a couple of holes that was just monster for him getting some pars when he needed to. Yeah. You know, I mean, you guys yeah. definitely let us, let us back in a little bit easier. I mean, you know, I have the scorecard in front of me, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that's, I think that's also a part of the reason why, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was on the 12th tee box when you were getting your swing lesson. We're not here yeah. to throw anybody yeah. under the bus, but you know, might've been, should have been the other way around. I think at some point you should have stepped in and, and get, we're giving out swing lessons that day. So told Barnes, you were to go, he almost, I, mean, I don't know if you, yeah, he, he was a little bit all over the place on his tee shots, but he was trying to make it up there. Um, he, oh. we, we missed a, uh, a short putt, what was that, on 16? That probably would have uh, tied a hole, or we took a hole, but I think we tied it. Uh, Barnsley, Barnsley might have missed that putt, but I also, like, three-putted from that one, too, so that didn't help him out very much. Um, yeah, it didn't. I hooked a tee shot on 10, almost onto the 18th fairway. Yeah. Um, which is, uh, you know, not too many people have been out there. It's pretty impressive. It's about a 70 yard hook. <laughs> um, yeah. To which point I, I decided to probably hit the best three wood of my entire life up over two sets of trees and get yeah. it back in position. But we lost that hole. You know, it's just, it's the really cool part of having a little bit of competition, right? I mean, yeah. You, you could play bad, but, you know, you could have a couple stretches like, you know, he had a stretch on, you know, Brian had a stretch on 10 and 11 where he made a birdie on a par five and he made a par right. 11. And, you know, that was what won the holes. And I just think it's it's really cool. I mean, it doesn't matter who I take out. I try to take out as many guests as humanly possible. Um, yeah. I had a fun time out there this past week with uh, Joe Puccio and George. And I know George didn't stick around the whole time, but we were just having a good time out there. And it's it's a nice time of the year, too, out at the club because yeah. it's not too many tee times. The course is in amazing condition. 
Um, but it's still like really cool to see somebody like put a ball off a green or do something crazy. <laughs> um, it's just, it's super cool. Was Joe, was Joe, how did Joe putt there? Was he leaving anything short or was he, was he going long at all? Um, you know, it's, it's really just, it's always the case out there. You bring people out there for the first time and, or, you know, it's not Joe's first time, but it's not like he plays there every week. Right. right. So it's a different formula. We've talked about this numerous times. Like you, you, certain courses, you try to help people out, like certain putts are going to be super slow. And then you'll have like a four footer above the hole. That's super fast, but you don't, you just don't realize it. You don't realize how that golf course you have to be in such position. And I'll give you, I'll give you an idea. I was fortunate enough to play Winstone uh, a couple days ago. Uh, I had a meeting out at Winstone and I got to go out on the golf course. We've played Ridgemore as well. And Ridgemore is really not a position golf course, right? I mean, the greens are super right. fast, but it's, it's a flat golf course. It's kind of wide open. You don't really ever get out of position at Ridgemore. And it was the same at Winstone. Like the greens were so big that I was, I didn't obviously just got out of the meeting and went out on the golf course, but it's like I hit a couple wayward shots and I was like, wow, there's areas to like chip the ball and play an actual shot. To me, the only thing I'm going to miss about the club championship is the fact that to me, Elgin is not a very good stroke play course. It's an awesome match play course. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. because you can really get out of position. Or on the other side, you could hit a couple like terrible shots and be in such a, like, if you don't, you realize that you're in such a good position. I think for me, like playing to like a scratch level, it allows me the opportunity that when I'm out there, I have this sort of way around the golf course where like, I really truly never get out of position because mm. there's only a few holes like where you could totally be out of position or like I could literally hit a shot. No, I'll usually use the word, the word dead because it, yeah. you are dead. Right. So really cool and like as we've gone across the country like playing other golf courses and stuff like that when i took a few of the guys down to concession in florida it was very similar now that was a golf course that was expansive like big fairways big greens but you got around the greens if you were short-sighted you were dead like and it was almost every hole right so competition wise i think that is what i will miss the most about the club championship because I think last year the first couple matches I kind of dinked it and dunked it around and let everybody else get out of position and you know they're all members but I think it's right. the difference in knowing who you're playing against and stuff like that and you know I, I think that translates over to like some of the things that we see when we watch scoreboards right I mean we do right. we always watch the scoreboards and we're like oh you know this team's got a chance or this team's got a chance and like this is the holes that they're finishing on and stuff like that so yeah. um Love all yes, if, I, I I love it. Are you a scoreboard watcher when you play? Like, so we've seen teams have like a three to four stroke advantage on themselves, and then I think they scoreboard watch and then they drop back down, and sometimes they win by one or they lose by two or three. You know, when they have when they're on like the twelfth hole, they could be up by two mm-hmm. or three, and then they come back down to reality. I think it depends. Um, you know, one one day events. Obviously, haven't played any of the Swag Series events right. um, this year. Um, but last year, when it was the AGT Series and I got to play, it, I would probably go about like nine holes. 
right? Yeah. And I think within those nine holes, like if you're playing well, you kind of understand where you're at. So maybe I wouldn't look until a little bit later. But if you're playing bad, then I don't look. Um, yeah. If you're kind of in the middle, I would peek. But like on the trips, no. I, I think the first time that Andrew and I looked at the National was, I think it was like after maybe 27 holes or 30 holes. And okay. I don't think it was to the point. I think it was just to get an idea. That's where the infamous um, thing came up where we were trying to trying to teach him about like having a chance to win the gross and not the net. Cause he's like, Oh, we got to be doing good in net." And I'm like, well, I have 11 straight pars, but we're not getting any shots on those holes. So subsequently you look at the leaderboard, I think after two rounds, I think we were one or two back. Um, but I think that's when we started looking, I was like, Oh, we're only three shots out of gross or we're two shots out of gross. And then we end up being like four shots out of net. And he's just like, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. So, I don't know. I think it. I think it varies. Oh, we, now we've got three cameras going on here. Oh boy, we have officially lost Andy Cezanne. Um, he is definitely trying to do something out there in the Caribbean. We don't really know, but you know, sometimes it's a little better that he's not on the show. You know, for people out there. You know, obviously you've seen his input sometimes and it's it's normally fantastic. Sometimes we'd like to get on him. So we're just going to keep recording. And that way, uh, Andy, at the end of this, can uh, figure out what the hell's going on. See where we left off. Sorry, everyone, for uh, who's listening and watching. A little technical difficulties out here. So uh, we're back at it. I'm trying to get this thing. There we go. We're just going to go like this for the rest of this one. Keep going. No, I, I just wanted to apologize. I feel bad. There's nothing I can do here about that one. But, you know, I got to I got to I, I want to talk to all the people here. Or I want you to talk to all the people and just have everyone listen. Here, really? Well, I mean, obviously, currently there must be I see I see like two puffs of clouds out there. Uh, yeah. So it looks like the sun is completely gone. And yeah. he's in the shadows now. We don't really know what's going on. We feel, yeah. we feel as though an apology is due, but only from Andy. Is yeah. only from no, Andy because I'm, I'm definitely not going to apologize. Um, you don't have anything to apologize for. It's my fault. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So we got some good stuff. I have absolutely zero clue where we left off before the yeah, technical I, difficulties. I've been in and out of this show booth like four times, yeah. so we might as well just keep going with it. All right, Andy, yeah. what is on the docket for the rest of the trip? Uh, let's see what do we have today today is today is monday right <laughs> i've lost track of days here monday um we have a uh show at 115 something around the world in 80 minutes no clue what it's about but the wife wanted to see that we got painting and booze at four something uh, a lot of dinner and food and then another show later tonight or then it's scarlet night i guess everyone's got to wear red and uh, it's just a big party for the whole rest of the trip. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's it's just just trying to trying to be you, part of the island life here. You look like Hollow Man right now. Do you remember that movie from like the night? I think it was the ninety. You look like Hollow Man right now. Um, is that when he has like tinted? It's like you're in grayscale. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I think it's the one where he's like all wrapped up like a mummy, but he's like always yeah. in the shadow. Yeah, is You're that like, the one with it's Chevy like Chevy about? What? Wasn't Chevy chasing one, like an Invisible Man or something like that? 
No idea. I have no clue. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I just, you are, you're like, it's like your grayscale. I mean, I don't know at this point if we do figure out a way to have artificial intelligence, Andy on the podcast. Yeah. Might be the next thing that we have to do. Right. Yeah, no, it's, it's possible, but we'll find it out. We've gone off the rails again here. Right? That, that, no, we're just going to sign this one off more than likely and, and call it a day. What are you well, up to? I, just getting ready for Harbor Shores. Um, yeah. We'll be getting ready for that. We'll be getting ready also for uh, Turning Stone. Um Trying to coordinate exactly when I'm going to leave for that event because um, I am driving. We've got a little bit of uh, logistical stuff that we got to handle to get stuff to Sand Valley, which uh, it's going to be okay. Um, yeah, I'm not as young as I used to be when it comes to driving across the the country, but we'll definitely plan it out and have a good time. And um, so, looking forward to it. Looking forward to the little uh, two week stretch here where it's going to be quite busy. Um, I'm missing a few really cool things back at home, so I'm not too happy about that. Couple couple trips that the uh, the family's got going on, but it's going to be a good time. Get the middle, get the uh, end of the schedule really rolling, and then closing in on that national championship is going to be a great time. Love it, love it. Sign All right, so Andy Andy back. wants to sign off, so we're going to sign off the Hollow Man. Uh, he's just, he's, he, I don't know what's going on. He's going to have one hell of a time editing this. That's all I'm going to say. He better do a fantastic job. If anybody has any questions or concerns about this podcast, it's Andy C at amgolftrips.com. He would love to hear from you about this. Um, I mean, he could have just went in his room where there's actually light, but you know, we won't, yeah. we won't hold it against him. Yeah. So thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you at the next one. Have a good day. Take care. <laughs>